Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone who is listening today. This is Sebastian from Ace Adventures, and you are listening to the All Things Student Startup Podcast, the show that goes over everything related to finance and startups for people who just love entrepreneurship. Today, we're talking about some amazing tips and tricks for those who are starting their own business or maybe thinking about starting their own business with Bibi, who is the founder of Startup Investments. We're going to discuss everything there is to know about the best actions and mindsets that will help you succeed as an entrepreneur. Phoebe, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. Yeah. Well, Phoebe, uh, first of all, we'd love to hear a bit of an introduction from you. Uh, what you do, who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, definitely. So uh, my name is Bibi, and I'm 36, and uh, so I've been living in the Netherlands since 2002. It's been 20 years now. And uh, yeah, so basically what I do, like I, I'm all about entrepreneurship because when I look back at uh, when I was 17 and 20, and I really hope that somebody would have given me the opportunity to explore um, the option of being an entrepreneur. So that's why I, I actually thought I don't really wanna work for somebody else and I wanna be able to, to set my own schedule yeah, so I decided to start my own business, and the startup investment is all about youth entrepreneurship and uh, helping them just combine schools and be an entrepreneur and starting their own business, basically. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And how long have you been working on startup investments? Uh, I've been working since 2019, well, officially. And uh, since 2019, I hosted a really a private pitch event. So it's basically I just like starting uh, reaching out to entrepreneurs and to investors on LinkedIn. Mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was really like the first, it was kind of like a learning experience and actually seeing those young entrepreneurs just being so brave to actually being there and pitching their own, you know, like pitching their the business ideas. Yeah. And getting the feedbacks from investors and uh, also networking. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, so you really enjoy making these events and creating more opportunities yeah. for investors, but also entrepreneurs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like there's such, I mean, like when I host this type of events, of course, I really hope that maybe we get to close a deal, but I've learned along the way that not to focus so much on that moment of closing a deal is actually putting in like both parties, like young entrepreneurs and corporate world and those investors and actually maybe just kicking things from there. You know, it must, might start with the first conversation, the second conversation, and maybe like from the uh, 10th time that you're actually being together and actually potentially, you know, uh, being able to have a deal on the table, you know, because mm-hmm. I used to like focus on the first meeting. Now, okay, let's do this, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's do this. I'm ready to go, you know, but I kind of like learned along the way it doesn't work like that. So mm. yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Just about that. Just like expanding, uh, expanding my network and just, you know, just putting myself out there and, uh, and hopefully maybe like six months from now, maybe one year from now, you know, and, uh, yeah. Okay, that's very yeah. interesting. That yeah. so you say that in this regard, you're not so goal oriented. Your goal is to make connections, yeah, and to actually get to know people. Exactly. Then, yeah. Yeah, just basically just connecting people, you know, mm-hmm. and networking and getting to know people more like on a personal level and not to focus. Of course, like business part is is more essential, but I think like from the moment that you actually connect with somebody on a personal level. I think there's like more, much more a chance of just having people maybe helping you or maybe if they might not be in a position of helping you, they might actually might be able to connect you with somebody else who might be able to help you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Oh, okay, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And this therein lies one of the missions of Start Some Investments, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. So I'm actually hosting uh, an ice cream event uh, next week, uh, Friday the 13th from 6 to 8 p.m. And I met this really young, oh, sorry, I met this young entrepreneur, 22 years old, and he started, he opened this ice cream shop. So basically, I'm just hosting this event, inviting like uh, entrepreneurs, and I'm asking like 25 guests. And uh, so I just reached out to them and said, hey, I'm actually hoping to help him expand his business. So can you guys, you know, just come and enjoy some ice cream and actually, you know, use your, your network, you know, to help him grow and expand his business. So to my, and I was kind of like surprised because most of them were like, yeah, I would definitely like to help, you know, and then when we get that, just let us know what he needs and uh, what we can do to actually be able to help him. Ooh. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, we had quite a few uh, guests so far in this mm-hmm. podcast, yeah. and one recurring theme seems to be that in entrepreneurship is very much about uh, helping out others yeah. as well as yourself, yeah. right? Even if you have your own startup and you succeed in your startup, yeah. you want to always try and find a way to give back. Exactly. Uh, does that resonate with you in any oh, way? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, like... I'm all about give, uh, you know, just giving back, helping people because I know how extremely hard it can be to, when you get started and getting a business off the ground and actually hoping that somebody can actually help you. You know, when they say like they want to help you, they truly want to help you because I also met a lot of people when I started out. They would say, "Well, I can help you. Just give me a call." And but when but when you follow up, nothing happens. Mm. You know, it can be like really discouraging at first, but yeah, I think that just like giving back is the best feeling ever you know just seeing somebody being so happy seeing a smile on their faces and that you actually are able to help them in whatever they need and actually not expecting something back yeah yeah oh so nice and i imagine you wish you had this when you started oh, out. oh definitely <laughs> why don't you tell us a bit about your first startup oh uh, lord where do we start <laughs> well i would say that to be really honest my First, first business that I started was back in 2011, 2010, 2011. Uh, I was still working as an office manager at a really fancy accountant firm, actually like a few blocks from here. And so I thought, you know, like I love fashion, I love clothes. So I started an online clothing store and selling uh, like swimwear and, um, and makeup and all of that. So, you know, it's so funny because when I got started, I launched a website. I thought, well, I don't really need to like promote it because once I got a website, people will be able to find me. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. So mm. that was actually like my fir- the first business I started, you know, like okay. not knowing what I was doing, just figuring stuff along the way, mm. basically. Okay. Yeah. And there you also realize that sometimes it's much easier to learn by doing right yeah and just by hearing or reading about it yeah to me I mean like just speaking from my own experiences I can speak from somebody else but mm-hmm. I think like the best thing is just like just do it it sounds mm. so cliche <laughs> but just do it you know of course you're gonna make mistakes you know of course you know, I mean, you have to just learn along the way once you fall you have to pick yourself back up and try again and even though you fall thousand thousand times it's hard but you just have to keep going yeah, you just learn along the way, and that's the best part of being an entrepreneur. You know, because of course, like there are books out there on how to start your own business, and but everybody's journey is not the same. Everybody's different. I really love what you said about uh, you. It might be difficult, or you might face failures, but you have to keep going, yeah. right? There, you have the traits of resilience. You oh know? yeah, just going forward no matter what. Yeah, 
Do you ever find when you're talking to other founders, other mm-hmm. students perhaps, yeah. uh, that they might struggle with this particular issue? Yeah, I think like the most common struggles they face is because they're so young, you know, like 16, 17, 20 years old. And one of the things they keep saying to me is that they don't actually have so much support from families and friends. I mean, in general, society is all about, you know, just, just graduating uh, a nine to five job and get a house. And they don't actually believe in the vision of being such a young entrepreneur. And so they find it so difficult to actually get started without any support. And therefore, they lack uh, confidence, which might make them actually just quit sometimes. So what I usually tell them is, again, it's cliche, but you have to believe in yourself. Of course, there are going to be times that, you know, like things don't work out and you just feel like giving up. But as long as you believe in yourself and no matter if nobody else believes in your dream or your business, you just have to keep going. Once you feel that, okay, this is not working out and maybe it's time for me to try doing something else, then it's all up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's up to you, you know, and... Yeah, as long as you don't hear that voice, that little voice of saying that you have to keep going, nobody believes in your dream, you don't know how you're going to get there. But as long as you hear that tiny voice, you have to keep going. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're not going to hear it, and it's and it's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's very important to try and uh, discipline and motivate yourself yeah. in these situations. But I can also imagine attending such events as yours yeah. or talking to other founders who face the same problems. Yeah. Do you think that also might help people in the same situation? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, especially when you're a young entrepreneur, you know, mm-hmm. and you actually get to connect with CEOs, you know, yeah. people who actually start at a young company. I mean, it's so mind blowing to see them actually, you know, just actually not believing that they are putting in that space. Mm. You know, I've actually just, of course, it was, and they will be all over the place, you know, with the ideas and talking and all of that. But yeah, I actually see that they actually benefit of uh, connecting with, of course, with uh, entrepreneurs, but also with CEOs, you know, just also being able to, yeah, just to follow them for like an hour or maybe attending meetings, you know, to actually get to see what it takes to actually run a company. Mm-hmm. And that's also something that they learn a lot from. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've had this experience before? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I had like a few students actually uh, interning for two months. So they actually got a chance to learn entrepreneurship, but actually just following me around, you know, oh, being okay. able to attend meetings, you know, and writing emails and uh, pitching ideas. And not so much about, about them being an entrepreneur, but also learning what it takes to actually uh, being resilient and just pushing the boundaries, just expanding their ideas and the mindset, basically, at mm. such a young age. Okay. Yeah. Do you consider yourself then almost like a mentor to these interns? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds so fancy, <laughs> being a mentor. I don't know. Maybe if you look at it that way, you know, like, I just really see myself as using my own network to help others. You know, okay. whether you call it a mentor or, for, or a coach, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. I'd love to actually touch on um, not just the interns, but just yeah. people you've helped in general yeah. in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are there any specific moments that you've taught a specific student or mm-hmm. a founder, entrepreneur, yeah. who's really struggled to get their startup off the ground and you've managed to maybe give them some advice or connect them to someone who's 
Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so I think it was the beginning of 2021, and I was doing a project with Nova College uh, in Harlem. So they had like, this business students who were, uh, who were actually on the verge of starting their own business, and they were actually struggling about the plan, the idea, what they wanted to do, and also like raise money. Yeah, so that was actually a chance for me to actually, uh, we actually had to like work on the business plan, because they had like 30 page you know of how to uh, wh- uh, what they want to do about raising money and all of that so I just actually because they were looking into raising like 50,000 euros wow. you know and I was okay. like well how <laughs> are you gonna get that money in such a short period of time so what we actually do was actually host the mini event you know so we also took a dinner so basically attendees will buy a ticket so those tickets, they could actually, uh, they raised raise around like two, uh, 2,500 euros. So we just started like step by step because mm. they wanted to raise 50,000 in one, you know, like just, <laughs> just in one go. Okay, let's do this. I go, no, it doesn't actually work that way. They just, they just start by actually uh, hosting a dinner and people can buy a ticket for like 15 euros, you know, like including drinks and food and entertainment. And it was at school, you know, so we, so we actually already had the location mm. and all of that. And so, yeah, and from that moment, moment on there were actually so there were like five uh, five students so actually one of them started um, her own business and the other four well they don't actually want to know if they want to pursue entrepreneurship so yeah and how'd that turn out the dinner yeah the dinner was really really amazing so we had like we were expecting 40 guests and of course when you host this type of event you have to uh well there are no shows you know like people mm-hmm. canceling the last minute so we had around like 20 25 guests yeah it was like uh, yeah and we also had like ceos and also the young entrepreneur who started uh their own businesses it was it was really fun and we also had a band so we actually had the students who actually like they love music so they were actually just playing live you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah yeah and did the girl who uh, had her own startup did she in, in the end manage to get it off the ground by talking to the other CEOs yeah or definitely definitely and uh, so she and I actually I'm not I'm no longer in touch with her so that's a good one I think I'm gonna reach out to her after <laughs> speaking it so I'm not quite sure whether she she actually is uh, running the business okay yeah. but still very good step yeah yeah definitely yeah for yeah definitely especially like the first stage of like raising money that was quite a challenge for us mm-hmm. you know because she was really set on only wanting to raise like that amount of money in like one or two months you know and yeah. i said like, well how are you i mean like the banks are not going to give you any loans mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and you cannot just like walk up to an investor and say this is my plan i want to start an online clothing store you know and just doesn't work that way but they're so stubborn you <laughs> know but everything worked out fine so mm. yeah that's good that's really nice to hear yeah. at the very least she managed to achieve her goals just by yeah. reaching out and connecting to others again yeah. which circles back to yeah exactly i think like uh, letting her know that we had to like adjust the plan of mm-hmm. course you have like a set goal in mind but you have to like let some things go or change your plan how you want to move forward i love that you uh, brought up this particular story because yeah. it does raise a question on the one hand, we just discussed the importance of being resilient. Yeah. Uh, you have to keep pushing. Maybe you don't take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you also have to take a step back and of adjust course. your original plan. Yeah. How have you managed to find that balance and how do you help others find that balance as well? So when I launched Startup Investment in 2019, I think like one of the mistakes I did was actually not having like a clear idea of what kind of startups I wanted to actually help, mm-hmm. you know, and actually be more specific 
about the target market. I just think, well, I'm just going to reach out to any startup and raise money. So I just think like, well, I'm, I'm really into food. I'm really into fashion, you know, and a lot of things. I forget, well, let me just focus on that first. Okay. Not wanting to cater to all startups. Yeah, so that's something that I actually was like after a year that I actually figured, well, you know what, just let me change, you know, like the target market and actually work more with youth and like, like college students, you know. And I think that's like the age where they are actually open to new opportunities, you know, and to get to learn, you know. Yeah, of, of course, it takes me back to my own experience. Yeah. When I, you know, <laughs> that's all where it stems from. Yeah. Okay. Originally, of course, like you said, you wanted to focus on all startups yeah. and help everyone. Yeah, exactly. But what exactly made you come to the conclusion that that wasn't possible and you had to be more specific and narrow it down? Then again, it takes me back to, to the first event that I hosted, you know. So I had like a startup who wanted to launch the dating app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one another dating app. And another one was like they wanted to start this medical app too. I was like, uh, what the hell am I doing? I actually don't get what the idea is all about. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was so confused. Like, baby, what are you doing? Like, you've mm. got no clue of what they're talking about. Then I was just like, well, mm, I don't know if this is the path that I want to go. So if you could just let me do something that I'm really, choose something that I'm really passionate about. Yeah, then it actually takes me back to fashion i'm a foodie so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just let me focus more uh on those type of things okay yeah okay so the startups you help out tend to fit some yeah. of these yeah uh, yeah definitely fields. for sure so this so there are a few projects coming up by january 2023 it's going to be much more like fashion based too. Ah, okay. <laughs> I see. yeah fashion based and also food related so we're just kind of like fingers crossed oh, okay yeah, yeah. Absolutely. that sounds very exciting yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine also um yeah. with this being related to fashion your yeah. experience yeah. with your first startup yeah. would also yeah. be very helpful yeah definitely so there so there are actually like four uh four groups of students so also, like four of them are all about fashion, but much more like African, like fashion. Okay, that's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Touching back to the startups that you actually help out, that you talk to. Yeah, I was also very interested in the issue of raising money, mm-hmm. similar to the original yeah. story you told with the uh, with the girl. Yeah, I've, I could also imagine this is a topic that comes up very often mm-hmm. when. People come up to you and they ask for yeah. help. How do I raise money? It's yeah. a critical, central issue. Uh, do you have any any go to advice that you usually give people in this situation? I mean, of course, you want to reach out to investors through LinkedIn yeah. or events, perhaps. But yeah. I, um, I think my advice is don't start by pitching the first moment you you get in touch with an investor or it can be like a VC, it can be an angel investor or it can be a friend who wants to, you know, like invest in your own business. I think like, I think it's just something that I actually see happening a lot is to start by pitching, you know, to give a call. Hey, uh, for example, this is Sebastian, you mm-hmm. know, I'm actually want to raise like 150,000. That, I mean, like those, and, and like especially like VCs and angel investors, they get like so much requests. I think like some, it can be like 10, like 10 a day, you know. So I will actually say that uh, the moment that you reach out to them, whether it's by phone or email, just keep it short. Mm-hmm. Just keep it really short. Just say, hey, uh, this is, I don't know, a mic. You know, I'm 19 and uh, I've got an idea for, you know, I don't know, uh, um, 
a restaurant, you know, would you mind meeting up, you know, or would you meeting up for coffee or maybe go for a walk or maybe, you know, just not having a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. Just something just really short and brief. You know, because they're, they're so busy and they don't actually have time to go through like, you know, like a long list of emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it really short, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and yeah. And also my advice is to vet them, you know, because uh, most startups, when they go into this uh, type of meetings, uh, what happens the most is that they have an idea that the VCs are vetting them, but it, should, but it can also be the other way around. So mm-hmm. I actually tell them, once you get into a meeting with a potential investor, just vet them too. Mm-hmm. You know, just make sure it's just the right investor for my startup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is so crucial. You know, those are the type of things that you want to look into before uh, accepting any investment offer. Yeah, you want to be very picky sometimes. Yeah, about exactly. Who you talk to. And do not, and I also like don't take whatever offer they do first. You know, like yeah. <laughs> you know, like if they offer you to to let's say like five like five hundred thousand. You know, mm-hmm. like, like the first deal is actually not the deal you want to take. Mm. Yeah, just start going into conversation. Yeah, and just take it from there. Yeah. Do you see yourself in a situation where you might? use this advice for uh, startup investments. For example, when you're talking to other investors or partners, do you notice yourself not taking the first offer, for example? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because at first I was like, oh, I'm so happy I got a deal, you know? Mm -hmm. Whether it was like 30,000 or 250,000, I got a deal, yeah, I'm happy. You know, Mm -hmm. I go, "Mm." Actually, it's another investor who told me this, you know? It's actually something that that really resonated with me. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever offer they offer you, don't take it. (laughs) <laughs> don't take it you know and uh, just negotiate you know maybe you just start just, just start with a high number and then from there on you know just start to negotiate and keep it like a little bit like uh, on the middle ground there was something that really got me thinking you know because I was so because I was so anxious with getting a business off the ground I'm so anxious to raise money yeah. you know whatever offer I will get I'm like, yeah I'm happy you know somebody believes in me and I've got money but <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you want to be picky and you want to know your worth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, and uh, I mean, like, if the deal doesn't go through, you know, there are other deals out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it might take a little bit longer for you to raise that money, but yeah, just like as you said, just be picky. Okay. I also want to touch on uh, the other piece of advice you gave, which is don't immediately start pitching. Yeah. Go to connect with others a little bit first. Yeah. Or maybe uh, keep it short first yeah. and then get to know them later. Yeah. Do you also see yourself in that position as well, where you might? Yeah, you know? definitely. You know, like with the uh, with the events that I've hosted in the past and the upcoming events. You know, like uh, when I would get on the phone with investors or you know, like all the CEOs and uh, you name it. And then the first questions they ask me is, "What do you need from me?" You know, mm. <laughs> and and what are you selling? I think like, I'm not selling anything. You know, just come over. You know, just have some drink, just have some fun, and meet other entrepreneurs, and then we'll have a conversation. Mm. Now it's much lesser than when uh, when I got started, you know. And the first thing you want to know is what can I do for you, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm, yeah. I don't know really. I've got, I think I got an idea, but let's meet up first, you know, and yeah. then uh, we'll take it from there. Uh, so it sounds very important to do actually, because yeah. earlier you said these people are very busy, yeah, and they get lip crest all the time, yeah. I can imagine that just by taking the step to get to know them or mm. just talk first yeah. before pitching sets yeah. you apart 
from of the course. other 10, 15 people asking for something. Yeah, definitely. You know, like in such an environment, it's just like everybody's so business minded, so mm. business, you know, everything is yeah. my business, closing a deal. I'm closing a deal with the Atlantic. I want to close like five deals within two weeks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, okay. I think like, I don't know, maybe it's just like, I'm too naive in that. I really believe in actually just connecting with somebody more on a personal level. And that's actually where people are more willingly to help me. Mm-hmm. When I go into a conversation, I'm not really blown away by all their achievements, you know, how many investments they made. I don't really care about that, you mm-hmm. know. First of all, I care about you as a person. Yeah. And, like, like, do I want to work with you? Do I want to accept your deal, you know? Like, those are also one of the things that I took into consideration mm-hmm. myself. And how does that work when you're getting to know someone? For example, if you're looking to uh, make a deal with someone... Yeah. Do you try to balance how well you connected them with the actual deal? Or mm-hmm. do you see first if you connected them and then yeah. look at the deal? That's so important to me. The second I think, one, yeah, yeah. Now the first one, just like, oh, okay. we have like, yeah, the connection is so important. You know, of course, you know, like, I don't need to meet you. I mean, I don't have to meet your family <laughs> or friends. But I think like having like a genuine connection with somebody to me, like I'm all about, all right, you know, having like, being surrounded by the right people yeah. you know that's so important for me like for also for my mental like well-being mm. yeah if i don't feel like a general connection with somebody then again we don't have to go like into a deep personal conversation but just like the feeling is there it's mutual it's just, and I just a respectful connection there okay yeah and how do you weigh that against the technical side so maybe the quality of the deal itself yeah, or the qualifications. Yeah. How do you weigh that against the type of person they are? And yeah, how? I think the quality of the deal is what I also see with the other startups that I, and that I work with is like the percentage of what the investors will take. Like, will I have like full control of my startup? Mm. You know, like that's <laughs> something that I'm so fearful of because they want to be the one calling the shots. You know, of course yeah. you have investors, you have to like, of course, like keep them you know in the loop of things. But... Yeah, that's actually like something that I really look into. Like, do, like will I have some type of uh, say in just like taking like the most important decisions within the company? If not, mm, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So both are very important. Yeah. Then. At yeah. The end both. Of the day. Yeah, I think mm. both. Yeah, definitely both. I mean, like both. Just getting to know the person, and then the second part is. The offer, of course, like yeah. does it make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. of course, like uh, one of the startups I work with was such. I was so like impressed. It's like, yeah, you know, baby, I actually I'm looking for, of course, like raising money, but um, I want to sell my company within three or five years. I don't see myself like running this company for the next ten or twenty years. You know, just like they want to raise money, they run it, and then they sell it, and then they start over, like, and they start <laughs> another business. Okay. Okay. That's quite interesting then, especially because I assumed you had also learned this from your own experiences, mm, yeah. having your yeah. startup. Yeah. Yeah, so it's amazing yeah. what you can learn when you're actually doing something. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like some startup that I've worked with and advised them is they are so focused being a CEO and yeah. um, just see themselves just running the, yeah, the startup for the next 10 years. I was like, you know what, you can just raise money, you do this. You know, and then you sell it, you know, and then you start another business and yeah. uh, just build your worth like that. Well, that's one of the nice things about entrepreneurship, right? There's so much yeah. flexibility around I it. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just creating all this passive income also, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> just creating passive income and also just opening doors to others, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. 
obviously you mentioned you really enjoy helping others and connecting others yeah. with SASP investments. But would you also see yourself in that category as well, like trying to you know, build yourself up, build up your startup, and then maybe try something else in the future? After? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, like, I learn a lot with the startups that I, that I work with. Just now you mentioned that uh, some people, an option for them is to build a startup for three to five years. Yeah. Maybe you can sell it, then move on yeah. to something else. Yeah. I'm just wondering if uh, this also applies to you. Like, do you oh. see yourself maybe moving on to other arenas, other Sh- topics? Definitely. You know, like, I kind of like see myself being an investor too. Oh, okay. There's something that okay. I'm actually just exploring. That's something that I would really love to do, you know, mm. investing in other startups, mm. you know, a year or three from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's something that's actually not like on top of my list. Okay. Being, yeah, being an investor too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about so being an investor that appeals to you? It goes all the way back to opening doors to other people because mm-hmm. I know firsthand how hard it is to raise money. just want to uh, give opportunities to young startups out there to actually, you know, not being dependent on, you know, like maybe getting a loan being dependent on families and friends to you know help them raise money mm-hmm. and uh, and actually giving them the opportunity to hey I know you're still in school but I actually want to help you building your own business just combining school with entrepreneurship there's yeah okay yeah so it's very similar to what you do now then yeah just exactly a pretty uh, similar yeah yeah, a yeah. way of doing it yeah for sure so mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely something that I, I actually will, will love to do oh, that's fantastic Okay, well, we've touched on a lot of different topics yeah. so far. We've yeah. especially talked about connecting with people, the mm-hmm. importance of that. Yeah. Also looking at the deal, uh, maybe not pitching straight away. Yeah. In light of all these different pieces of advice, I'd like to ask you, yeah. if you had to talk to your younger self from when you oh. were starting out, yeah. what is one key piece of advice you would have liked to give yourself? Well, I will say that when somebody says that, I think I've mentioned this earlier, you know, uh, when I will meet potential investors or maybe meeting a CEO or maybe meeting somebody who actually said that they, that they might help me. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy, you know, like, oh, my God, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm finally going to get this thing off the ground, you know. Mm. But then again, I said earlier, then when you follow up and nothing happens, I will be so disappointed mm. and which will actually make me doubt myself even more mm-hmm. and actually wanting to quit. Oh, okay. Yeah actually wanted to quit so I think that I will just tell my younger self like whatever comes your way just see whatever happens you know Mm -hmm. don't go in believing like stuff is gonna happen like right now and if you fall back it's okay to you know just keep going and that will actually help me to be more confident about myself but it took me like three years to actually get there because of course like when people hear that you're an entrepreneur they think oh you're making a lot of money you know <laughs> and all of that but they don't see what it takes to actually get there yeah that you don't get there within like one year of course if you're lucky you know if you've got all the right connections but it, it's it's such a hard work and getting where you want to get again we come back to resilience yeah um, <laughs> yeah i'm curious how have you managed to exercise that when you were starting out because i imagine yeah. it's so easy to just give up yeah uh when you're at your lowest and you talk to so many people and you haven't gotten to where you expect it to be mm-hmm. but how you train your mind to just keep going because now i imagine it's yeah. like grieving for you yeah you've been through yeah. that but back when you were starting out mm-hmm. when it's not so easy yeah how do you get to where you are uh i think what actually helped me a lot was hearing other people's story 
you know, mm-hmm. or the entrepreneur story, you know, actually just listening to them, their own struggles, you know, they actually just make me feel like, oh, I'm not the only one who had to go through this. Yeah. It was, it gave me so much hope and so much strength. You know, oh, okay, it's part of the process. Yeah, you know, okay. it's part of the process. So, those are one of the things that actually helped me. Just, of course, I would feel really ashamed of being honest about my struggles. Mm-hmm. But once I actually got the courage to actually just say, hey, this is what I'm going through, things are not working out, what helped you? You know, yeah, just, just having this conversation and them giving advice is something that really, really, really helped me. Yeah. Okay. So being okay. Af- yeah, I think that listening to other people's story is something that might help other uh, early stage entrepreneurs out there, mm. because usually like like most of them will feel like I'm the only one going through this, or I'm not good enough, you yeah. know. Yeah. And why are things not working out? And why does it take me so long to get a deal done? Or you know, just comparing them- themselves to others and um, not knowing that it's a process. And it takes time. Just, yeah, I think that just sharing your stories, uh, even though somebody and the other person might not be able to help you, just sharing uh, what you're going through can also help a lot. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay. And also in that way you're giving back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely, for sure. When you give back to other entrepreneurs, it's Mm. maybe not always as concrete as money or advice, but also in this case, it could also just be your story, couldn't it? Definitely. I mean, like, of course, in like startups, uh, they're all focused about raising money yeah. and all of that. But it's it's a process, you know. And um, a thing that you have to like be really resilient to be able to raise money or starting your own business or just to keep pushing. I've knocked on so many doors. Mm-hmm. You've got no idea. <laughs> like, how, how have, many do you think? Wallpark. Oh my god. <laughs> I will say like okay, I was at like fifty, sixty, something like that, between fifty and sixty, just having those conversations, making those phone calls, you know, scheduling meetings and yeah, that could take a toll on on you, basically. Mm. But that's also what makes you an entrepreneur. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's actually what it is to be an entrepreneur. And sometimes you might have to like 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 what I did. And I remember when I was in Dubai, <laughs> I lived in Dubai for three months. It's so funny, like I will look up who was the CEO of a company and I, I knew that if I were to call the personal assistant, I mean, I just get like this general uh, um, conversation. So what I did, I actually looked him up on, on LinkedIn. And I actually went there like, yeah, I've got a meeting with so-and-so, but uh, he's not here, you know. So, and then they actually let me in because she thought, oh, she has a meeting with him. So, and it's so funny. They're like, I just, you know, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to pretend I had a meeting schedule. I'm just going to walk in there and see what happens. Mm. And mm. Um, yeah, just being bold. Yeah. Just, just being bold. Just walk into a room. And if nobody picks up the phone, just go there and ask for the CEO or, or ask for the investor or, or ask for whoever you want to speak with Mm -hmm. yeah yeah in that way you're also not taking no for an answer like you're not you're not taking the first obstacle as a complete failure you just keep going you find another way yeah i mean i've had i've had so many phone calls like trying to schedule a meeting you Mm -hmm. know trying to get things done and it would not work you know what just let me hop on my bike and i'll go there (laughs) and by me going there that's actually uh, one of the moments that things actually started happening 
okay. know, because they got to see me, you know, yeah. I was there. So yeah. <laughs> you got to have a pretty good excuse, like, for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, that comes back to connecting with people, right? Yeah. When you are actually there physically, you can talk to someone face to face. It's better than an email or yeah. a phone call. Like, you're actually getting to know someone. Yeah. You can build that connection. Yeah, I think that what actually, what also uh, helped me, and this is also the same advice that I give to other startups out there, mm. is... If you get on those phone calls or you get any follow-up email, just go there. Mm. And once they see you, that's a whole that's that's a whole nother mindset of then of just you know just emailing with somebody or just having a phone conversation because I actually get to see you. But also the fact that you are bold enough to go there, mm-hmm. it says a lot about you. It also says a lot about your willingness of getting things done, mm. and they respect that. And it's, okay. Oh, okay. She's here, or, or he's here. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah. That's a really good tip. Yeah. Anyway, just to round off. Yeah. All the things that we've gone over today, mm-hmm. the importance of actually getting to know someone before yeah. posing a deal, not pitching straight away. Yeah. But also the importance of resilience as well, mm-hmm. talking to people, getting to know people who have been in the same situation as you, those yeah. who are facing failures. And also, very importantly, actually going to see someone in person when yeah. you're trying to connect with them or you need something from them yeah yeah these are all brilliant pieces of advice do you have any last minute big tips for anyone listening right now in light of what we've talked about so far that you think would really resonate with not just you but mm-hmm. other startups you talked to in the past I'll, right. I'll think like my piece of advice believe in yourself first to start there just believe in yourself first because if you don't believe in yourself, it can be really difficult for you to be able to take all the no's that you're going to get. Like 80% is no. Mm-hmm. And you have to believe in yourself first. That is just like the one thing that you have to keep in mind. That's the one thing that's going to help you along the way and to deal with all those no's that you're going to get. And uh, yeah. Brilliant piece of advice to end on. Thank you so much, Bibi, for coming on. To Thank this you podcast for having today. me. Yeah. And uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Uh, this has been your host, Sebastian, from All Things Student Startup, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Have a nice day.